Greetings and welcome to this episode of Lyrics and Melody. I'm your host, Kenji Bolden, and I'm just so glad that you're with me. I'm excited we get the chance to talk to Marcel West, who just organized a tremendous concert in Detroit honoring the musical legacy of Detroit. And I tell you, that is no easy feat. So let's listen in as we talk to Marcel West. All's going good, man. And yourself? Hey, I can't complain. Yes, sir. Wouldn't do no good no way. So Mm -mm. all is well. All Mm -mm. is well. I hear you on that Yes, sir. I tell people all, yes, sir. tell people all the time. Uh, I do like Albertina Walker say. I'm discussing. I'm not complaining. I'm just discussing. I'm not what's complaining. Going Come on, on now. See, <laughs> see, it, it takes old school gospel heads to know that that Tina said that. That's right. So, That's right. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I used to love to hear say that, and I I love it because it's true. Because ain't no need of me complaining it about is. it. No, because it's not gonna do no good no way, and don't nobody want to listen. That's so. it. <laughs> so how how is it is um can you guys see fall coming up yet in Detroit? Yes, we can, and we can feel it. Yep. Well, y'all send it down this way, please. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we ain't got it. I, well, I I don't know if y'all really want it. Like we got it. So, no, thank I mean, you. you know, like, like in the daytime, it's nice. It, it sounds like the 60s and, you know, maybe like the lower 70s. But at night, it's getting down to like in the 50s and the 40s. No, thank so, you. Yeah. <laughs> I lived in Kansas for five years. No, thank you. Oh, well, oh, well never mind then. Well, then you should know. Yep. No, thank you. <laughs> and, no, and knowing is half the battle. That's it. Uh, <laughs> man, because I saw a video yes, today sir. of of Dorinda Clark Cole in her car, and she had on mm-hmm. a long sleeve, you know, uh, I don't want to say sweater or whatnot. I said, Lord. And and I think it was like a yeah. uh, a legitimate hat she had. I said, it must be cool up there, wherever she is. Well, I don't know. If, if she's here, she may, she may be somewhere else. But, Could um, be. I think she was in Maryland say, last night or something like that. Okay. Okay. Well, because here, it's, like 69 degrees, so it's not too bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. So, my, mm-hmm. now, do you yourself, do you play um, any instruments at all? Uh, I dabble on the drums a little bit, but that's about it. And that's all I can say that I do is dabble. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, for the rest of us, we appreciate your honesty. We appreciate the fact that you're not going to jump on the drums during the program. Oh, no, sir. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. First of all, I wouldn't even embarrass myself like that. You got to go on the program. <laughs> so, I mean, Jesus. the choir would just be singing without a drum set. That's all. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't always have drums at church, so so you you they, they'll be okay. <laughs> I know that's right. So, um, got a question for that I've always, I've heard people talk about, but I've always, you know, wondered from somebody. Uh um, So you attend uh, uh, Grady Emanuel, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Grady Emanuel Institutional Church of God in Christ. All right, Kojic, I hear you. Yeah, I come mean, on, Church of God in Christ. Well, Bishop J. Drew Shield is our pastor. Thank you. Yeah. And Evangelist Karen Clark Shield is our first lady. Amen. So, mm-hmm. um, 
and I, I and I've heard people talk about this before or speak on this fact, but and you can and go a little further on this. Um, people expect that it, when you have a a person of great status uh, that is a, a singer, like you know, Dorinda Clark Cole is at your church uh-huh. quite often, and as you said, uh, Karen yeah. Clark Sheard. People expect uh-huh. a show every Sunday and don't realize that uh-huh. it's it's real church. Nobody's coming to put on a show for you. This isn't concert. It is. That. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, uh, it's kind of interesting that you said that because I remember. Oh my goodness! It may have been about ten years ago. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of people used to come to the church just to hear uh, Sister Sheard sing, sure. and they would leave right before the message. And I can remember one time she said, "You know, uh, I'm not going to sing too much anymore because people tend to leave." once I get through singing, mm. and when your focus should be the preached word of God. Sure. You know, so, so you know, I'm going to go over here, put, do my first lady role, <laughs> sit in this corner, mm-hmm. and support my husband and my pastor. And you all need to be doing the same thing, supporting your pastor. Sure. Because this is not a performance on Sunday morning. We are here for worship. Yes. And the main thing we're here for is to get so saved. Yes. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting that you brought that up, man. Yeah. It really is. I, mm-hmm. I, I remember reading, I don't know if it was in Shirley Caesar's book or um, someone talking about, you know, her church, but they said uh-huh. that for a long time there was a struggle there because people expected a show on Sunday. So that's, so the oh, membership absolutely. was temporary. Mm-hmm. To a, to an extent, you know, they expected a show yeah. and not real on church. They weren't yeah. ready f- to be pastored by a quote unquote yeah. gospel superstar, mm-hmm. or be under the leadership you know, of a gospel superstar, so to speak. You know, I I guess it boils down to the fact that most people see them, um, you know, like at the Stellars and the the Grammys right. and, and, and 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 concert and whatnot. So. They come on Sunday morning expecting that. Yes. When that's totally that that's a total separate entity of what they of what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, Pastor Caesar is a pastor, so her thing on Sunday morning is is about feeding her sheep. Sure. And you know, I know some people. You know they they want her to to get up there and. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, yes, all that every kind of Sunday. Stuff. That's right. <laughs> every <laughs> single Sunday. <laughs> and it don't work like that. Right. <laughs> you know, it don't work like that. You know, you you have to separate the stage from the ministry. Amen. So, you know, you know, and a lot of people cannot do that. So yeah, it it, it can be a struggle You're when right. you go to a, a a church with an established pastor who is also an established gospel singer. So, right. you know, the, the people can't separate the two. Right, so, right. Yeah. And removing the shits from the situation, let me just use um, a different gospel singer for uh, example. Um, I've, I've just heard that, you know, 
it's always a struggle getting people to understand and that and what you just said was so powerful separating the stage from the ministry that they always uh -huh. struggle with that because when they oh, get yeah. the call to pastor people run to those churches in droves mm -hmm. but they mm -hmm. they can't separate as you said and i got to say it one more time for everybody that's going to listen the one stage <laughs> yeah. the stage from the ministry oh, yeah. or or essentially oh, yeah. the stage from the pulpit you got to separate the two yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when they come off of, of the stage, they're a pastor. That's right. And, you, you know, and you have to respect that role of them leading God's people. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's more than singing, y'all. I, I keep trying to tell people that. You know, the Bible tells us that it pleased God through the foolishness of preaching to save them that belief. So mm -hmm. I don't care how good a choir or a soloist sings. Singing does not take the place of sound doctrinal biblical preaching. Amen. It just does not. So, you know, that's just my take on it. Some folk might not agree, but, you know, they didn't always agree with Christ either. So, hey, 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 what do you hey, think? Up, 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 up. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're to tear up stuff in this office. You better oh, stop. Uh, come on now. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Hey. Hey, take a little break, time out if you need to. <laughs> get on this piano. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yes, sir. You're absolutely yes, sir. right. And, and I've heard someone mm -hmm. else say it's it's tight, but it's right. It's tight, but it's right. Mm -hmm. If you can't say amen, say ouch. That's it. That's it. Yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so, and, and just recently, within the past, I think, two weeks, you just had a tremendous mm -hmm. program, and I want to build up to that oh a little God. bit. Um, so what, uh -huh. what's prompted your, or what offset your love for gospel music? Uh, I would say just being a church kid. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're saturated with it your whole life, Yes. that's all you know. Yes. You know, you may you you may dip off and do other things, and 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 you know we all have our experiences with the world and whatever. Mm -hmm. So, but the Bible tells tells you that you train up a child in the way they should go, and yes. when they're old, they won't depart. Yes, right. So, so eventually, we're going to come back yes. to our root. You know, so I guess it stems for me just growing up in the church and just being. I I actually I I would credit my grandmother for for that mm -hmm. because. Um, it was through her that I learned a lot of history mm -hmm. and I learned a lot about different gospel singers and preachers and, sure. and soloists and churches and everything. So, and, you know, she would tell me different things. Like, <laughs> it's kind of funny how, um, when I was like five or six years old, uh -huh. I, I can laugh at it. I can laugh at it now, <laughs> but. She would sit me between her legs uh -huh. like on on Saturday nights, and she would put her <laughs> she would put her church wig on my head <laughs> so, so she could work <laughs> over it. <laughs> and Doc, you you got it, and would comb it out. <laughs> and so I <laughs> so I would have to hold the mirror. <laughs> yeah, I can laugh at it now. So I would have to hold the mirror while she would comb it out, get her curls and stuff straight. But at that same time. She would be talking to me about history and things, and okay. I never really thought about it as anything. You know, I just loved being with her because you know she was like I, the, the the greatest thing since sliced bread, besides my mom and everything. Amen. So, 
you know, so I, so she would sit there and talk to me about different things and tell me about all this stuff. And I didn't know that I was absorbing all of this information mm -hmm. as a child, you know. And so as I got older into my teen years, I was I became fascinated with history, which actually was my major in college. All right. So, yeah. So, um, so things, things would come on the radio and I would be like, oh, well, that's such and such. You know, they recorded that, you know, at this church in 19, blah, 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 blah. And, and that's such and such on the organ and piano and everything. And people would look at me and I was like 16 years old and they would be like, how does this kid know all of this stuff? Sure. <laughs> you know, and so, I guess it was her depositing things into me. I just never thought it would, you know, mushroom into what it is today. Sure. You know, so so she gets the credit for that for me for this love of history of mine and 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 just just gospel history in general. Oh, and plus I I had family members that sang with um the Reverend Charles Nix. Yes. Uh, Dr. Maddie Moss Clark. Yes. And, everything so you know so i've been around this you know my whole life so right it's, it's pretty much you know her and just being around that kind of atmosphere just i guess it made me what i am today when it comes to history oh sure and for those uh -huh. that are just uh, uh getting on to the podcast unless you're one of those scrollers marcel lives in detroit which is a mecca for gospel yeah. music chicago uh -huh. birthed it but i i believed at that Detroit sent it to school. <laughs> um, Somebody else told me that. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's funny, but that's true. It is true, yes. You, you know, I, I believe that Chicago is the birthplace, so yes, mm -hmm. Chicago nurtures, Absolutely. and and you know, you Absolutely. go home and you get your meals, but I believe Detroit Absolutely. sent it to school. That's what Absolutely. I believe. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. So. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. um, so, what prompted you to do this um, this concert, uh, this tribute concert that you had coming up, uh, did you see a need for it? Because one thing about it, our legends mm -hmm. are leaving every year. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And they're back to back to back. Yes. You know, um, I would say that it's, it's actually in conjunction with part one of the documentary that I just released this year. That's correct, um, yes. Detroit, the Gospel Journey, uh, Volume One. So uh, I was sitting back thinking, you know, when it came out, like, you know, we should we should do something to celebrate, you know, the release of this because, to my understanding, uh, it was the first of its kind to actually focus just on one one city by itself. That's correct. So. Yeah, so um, I said, okay, so we're in the record books for that, you know, since sure. it's the first of its kind for that. So I was talking to some people that work with me, and um, I said, you know, we should do something to actually celebrate this milestone. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the concert came into fruition. And so um, I started planning it back in April. Uh -huh. And um, it just kind of mushroomed. Uh, until we did it two weeks ago on September the twenty first, so we so we pulled that off in essence within five months. Yes, 
Yes. Which, which was amazing to me, you know, because I wasn't expecting it to go the way that it did. You right. Know? But, you know, when God has his hand in something, you know, there's no devil that can throw a monkey wrench in it. Hey. You know, I, you, know hey. you, 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 <laughs> you might get delayed, but you won't be denied. Uh, 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 so, up, up, up. Uh, 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 don't take us off yet. Don't take off yet. Uh, okay, well, come on down, kids. Okay, all right, all right, all right. You know, you know. So, um, and I would also say that I was only planning to do this like once a year, because uh, you know, next year we're going to do basically the same thing, but it's going to be over a two-day weekend: uh, Friday and Saturday, June seventh and eighth yes. of two thousand nineteen. But the interesting thing is you just never know who God is going to have in place yes. at these type of events and things. Yes. So we've been approached um, for me to put the choir back together to do a television special on Sunday, December the 2nd. All right. Uh, at, four, at 4 o'clock. So, you know, they, um, they want us to, to basically recreate what we did uh, on Friday, September the 21st. Plus, sure. they want us to add the, add the extra songs that we could not get to that night. So, sure. you know, I'm just I'm just excited, man. I'm that just is like, amazing. I just never thought it would come to this. Yeah, sure. I just never thought it would come to this, but, but it's God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, and you, uh, you mentioned the documentary, and, and my apologies, that completely slipped my mind. My mind was so focused on the concert. Um, <laughs> oh, that's did, fine. <laughs> did you run into any opposition trying to get the documentary off ground? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I, I did, and it got discouraging at, um, you know, at certain points, but... My pastor and yes. so many other people kept me in prayer, and they covered me. And so they just told me, they said, you know what, Marcel, um, it's not of God if it does not face opposition. Amen. You know, Amen. they say, if you're going to go through this thing and it's just smooth sailing, trust and believe God is nowhere in it. Mm. You know, so, and I had to stop and think about that. And I said, I said, you know what? They have a point. And so they just told me to keep, you know, we, you know, um, my our choir came out with a CD a couple years yes, ago. Yes, hang pastor, on. Our pastor, yeah, hang on. And our pastor did a song on there called "Press On." Yes. So you know, so that so that was my my mantra with this project. I said, you know what? I'm just gonna press on. And once I put everybody else on the back burner, and I just focused on it. God just began to open up doors that, I mean, you just would not imagine. So, you know, so I just focused, I I, I tuned into it, focused on it, and that was just it. And it's been been blessed ever since. I mean, it's it's gone all the way over to Australia and uh, England and and Ireland. We actually had people to come in from um, Australia for the concert. Yes, I, so, I remember hearing someone. Yeah. I don't know if it was yeah. in uh, in our gospel group that we are on. Um, someone yeah. talking about uh, folk coming from overseas. Man, that's just awesome. Yeah, yeah so God is wonderful. Yeah, he's just wonderful. You know, mm-hmm. I remember when I was doing some research on the Roberta Martin singers, 
and how hard uh-huh. it was trying to get some of the living folk to stay on the phone past two seconds and even want to talk. Uh-huh. Or uh-huh. just getting a hold of them, you know, some didn't want to didn't want to do it at all. And then there's some people uh-huh. that feel that if there's no money involved for them, absolutely, uh-huh. they don't want to have anything to do with it. But, you know, yeah. and you want to say to them, this is an opportunity for your story to be told. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And, um, but, yeah. so you didn't have to deal with any of that. You didn't run into any, uh, I don't want to say it like that, but... But I'm guessing, as far as your participants for the documentary, just about everybody that you went to said yes, I I gather. Yeah, the majority of them did. There were some who, um, you know, from a monetary standpoint, they wanted to be compensated for telling their story at the time because I believe, you know, seeds of discord were sown while I was doing this. I understand. you know, you know, and I believe that a lot of folk didn't think it was going to go anywhere. Actually, you know, there were people when I uh, had put up a GoFundMe to actually help fund it. You sure. Know, it was it was going out saying that I had bought new cars and houses and oh, he's not going to come out with that thing. That thing that thing's not coming out no time soon and everything. And so, you know, when it came out, a lot of the naysayers had to step back. Mm. And and so some of the ones who talked other people out of doing it or who wanted to be, you know, compensated just for doing an interview and whatever, right. now they're coming to me saying that they want to be a part of, of part two. <laughs> so so it's amazing how, how, how God can flip the script on something. He can. So, he can. Yeah, he, he, he absolutely can. So, but, yeah, I... I faced the same kind of challenges that many others have faced, uh, but you know the prayers of the righteous avail much. Yes, and sir. So, and you know that's why I'm where I am today, and I praise God for it. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. When you mentioned um, when you were talking about uh, the naysayers and all that, it took my mind back to say Amen, somebody. Remember that documentary? Oh, yeah. And yes. you, oh yeah. I remember that's one of my favorites. Yes, I remember the sister saying. Uh, that when I can't remember the gentleman's name that approached him said we can't pay you but I think it was a thousand dollars and it was like maybe a thousand dollars for it was a thousand dollars for the three sisters so splitting it up you didn't have much mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and she said the exposure that came from that was far beyond that money that they got from that. Oh, they yeah. went overseas mm-hmm. several times mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. And they, their career just took off to new heights. And mm-hmm. and everybody that wished they had a said yes were just, uh, man, they... <laughs> yeah. So you just yeah. never know. And you can't be too high know. to... Take mm-hmm. the time just to tell your story. You'll be surprised Absolutely. what will happen just telling your Absolutely. story. Absolutely. You um, know, and plus, this is a, a millennial generation now, and many of them have no idea of who these artists are. You're right. You know, you know, a lot of people um, in this millennial age, if it's past Kurt Franklin, you're right. they don't know. You're they don't know right. You know, so my whole thing was I wanted them to sit down and let the younger generation know, look, before 
there was a stump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a climbing up the mountain. Yes, sir. You know, so and and these are the people who actually open up the doors for people like Kurt Franklin, and right? High Tribute and um, uh, Donald Lawrence, right? Um, uh, uh, Dedrick Haddon, Kiara Shear. You, you know, there's so many people who have paved the way yes. and whose stories have never been told. Yes, you know, so it's a so. You know, it's a good thing for. That's why I I really want this thing to be a teaching tool for for the millennials, right. where they can sit down and actually because it's not Marcel tell, telling the story. Right. This is coming from the folk mouth. That's so right. All you did was hit them, record. All I did was not <laughs> all we did was press record. We asked the questions and said talk, and that's, right. that's what they did. There you go. <laughs> so, 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 so you'll be able to hear their trials, their yeah. tribulations, their struggles, their highs, their lows. Mm-hmm. And you're hearing it from them. And the blessing part about it is the majority of them are still here to tell it. Yes. You know, so that so that's what I love about it. And yeah. that's what I want the millennials to actually get from it. Yes. Uh, question for were you able to chat with and I know he's not as um, older as the others but uh, Daryl Houston before he passed away regrettably no okay Okay. and um, the interesting thing was uh, Daryl was going to work with me on my concert oh yeah and he and Miss Aretha Franklin. Sure. You know, the interesting thing about that is too, and and I can I can really just kick myself for it. Um, I I, I want to say probably about a month or so before she passed. Mm. I don't even think it was a month. It may have been like three weeks or so. Um, I was contacted through through a friend of mine that knows her publicist. And she wanted all the information about the concert. Okay. And everything. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get it off to her. And, you know, me getting caught up with just, just life in general and my personal life and getting everything ready for the concert and, sure. and whatnot. I kind of I put it on the back burner. And so I want to say a week before she passed, Mm-hmm. They got in contact with me again, and they said Miss Franklin is personally waiting on your letter. She wants your letter. I said, Oh, okay. So I said, Well, you know, I'm gonna take these couple of days to actually get the right wording in, and sure. you know, I'm you know I'm gonna proofread it at least twenty times, and I'm gonna take it to some professionals to have them do it uh, to sure. proofread it and everything. And so August sixteenth. I was headed to um, to the post office oh my to mail it off when I got the call oh that she had passed away. Goodness. I was on my way. I, I, I was literally en route at the time. Oh, my goodness. To send it off, and she passed away. Mm. So, yeah, that was, that was a hard one for me. Sure. But the, I, I want to say... The one blessing part about it was we were able to honor her at the concert and members of her family 
they came to the concert. Oh, okay, okay. Amen yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you know, that was very satisfying to me with that. Sure. Yeah. And, you know... <laughs> In all honesty, trying to be realistic about it, I don't know if this helps uh-huh. you or not. Um, given her physical state at that time, uh, uh-huh. you know, I, I think had it even been pushed back by a week or whatever the case is, um, uh-huh. you know, because bless her heart, she um, and we have all yeah. seen what cancer cancer does to our loved ones before uh-huh. it gets to the uh-huh. end, and. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so anyhow, but mm, well, and, and I, I've I've had some a few moments like that before, but you know, yeah, God in 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 many ways He gives us peace about those moments. Yes, He does. He gives us peace about yes, those moments. So He does, and 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 He never fails, and mm-hmm. everything is in His own time. So. Mm-hmm. And that that's that's yeah, yeah. Amen to that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So let me see. So the document. How can people get the documentary for people that are listening to this podcast? How can they uh, get get a hold of a copy? Um, right now, I I'm taking orders via Cash App. Okay. And so, also, um, hopefully it's going to be on Amazon within the next month. All right. Because we're, we're in negotiations with uh, Amazon to get it on there, iTunes, mm-hmm. um, and Netflix. All but, right. Uh, as, of, as of now, you can order it um, through Cash App at Cellus99, C-E-L-L-U-S 99, and it's $20 plus five ninety nine for shipping and handling. And this is something you all would want will want to have in your home libraries. This is history. This is American history. This is gospel music history. This is African American history. This is history, everybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, and so, can you talk a little bit about next year's uh, uh, about what you're planning? I know you, one of the things I've seen uh, you're planning on. Honoring the great preachers of Detroit, one of my favorites, oh my Reverend C. L. Franken, is on that list. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Um, yeah, I wanted to do. Um, I actually wanted to do a banquet this year, mm-hmm. but uh, we we decided just to um, for our first outing, we wanted to do a concert. Okay. So we, so you know, that turned out really well. So I said, you know, next year we're gonna do this thing over two days. So, um, yeah, the first night, Friday, Friday night, uh, June seventh, we're gonna have a black tie gala affair, a night of elegance, where we all just get dressed up to the nines and yes. everything, and and um, we're gonna honor some of the great preachers who actually called Detroit home and actually put their stamp on that preaching idiom and made Detroit what it is when it came to um to Bible scholars and whatnot. Yes. So um the ones we're going to honor are um <coughs> Bishop uh John Seth Bailey who was over Southwest Michigan jurisdiction. Okay. Exactly. Is that I'll Bailey Cathedral? Uh yes. name after him? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, and that's where Dr. Clark 
um, actually got a lot of her songs from okay. from many of the sermons that he preached. All right. Yeah. Uh, so she got the inspiration to write many of the songs. Like one of them, uh, "Climbing Up the Mountain," was yeah inspired by Bishop Bailey preaching a sermon called "Climbing Up the Ladder." All right. And so you know, and you know. With that song, you know, the rest is history. Yes, so sir. We're going to be honest. Dottom, mounted to climbing. Yeah. Uh-oh, don't get me started. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <indeed. laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, that that's it right there. Um, And so also we're going to be honoring Bishop um, Cleveland Landis Anderson, Jr., who was also one of the pioneers here mm-hmm. from Great Lakes First Jurisdiction. Uh, he was on our general board as well okay. of the Church of God in Christ. And um, he was, um, well, I'm quite sure you know who Donald Vales is. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. That was his father-in-law. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his, his father-in-law. So uh, we're going to be honoring him. Okay. Is his wife um, still living? Donald Vale's wife still living? Unfortunately, no. Uh, Janine passed, I believe, in 2011. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see here. We're going to be honoring the late, great Bishop David L. Ellis, Greater Grace Temple. Yes. I know some of you all have probably heard the song Down Through the Years, or... Down. Joy Bell. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Down through the years. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it. Okay, that, okay. That. Yeah, yeah. Him, um, Bishop William L. Bonner from Sol- Solomon's Temple. Okay. Uh, we're going to be honoring him. Uh, Apostle Charles O. Miles from International Gospel Center. Right. He was good friends with, uh, with Apostle Hinton out of Chicago. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, we'd be remiss without, you've already mentioned his name, without paying homage to the late yes. great Reverend Clarence LeVon Franklin yes, of sir. the New Bethel Baptist Church. Yes, sir. Of, of, of Detroit, Michigan, one of the greatest preachers. Yes. I always say, I often say he's my favorite Baptist preacher. So uh, probably one of the greatest <laughs> ones yeah. who... who who could just? I don't know. Reverend Franklin couldn't, couldn't, could, could work a sermon like really like nobody else. You're right. He was an architect in it. He he was just yeah. a master yeah. of it. I remember yeah. sitting. Yeah. I, I don't even know why I bought. It. I don't know if it was Walmart or Fye. I remember buying a CD of his sermons. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would think I was in like middle school, either middle school or oh, yeah. high school, and just sitting and listening to them sermons. And now looking back on it, I can't, I'll have to tell you why when I turn record off, why. I can't. <laughs> but I remember sitting <laughs> through that sermon and looking back on it. Now, I don't know if I could do it nowadays because with mm-hmm. where I work, our sermons are about 15, 20 minutes long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so, yes, yes, indeed. I don't got, yes, I've indeed. gotten spoiled a little bit, but I won't get into that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Have mercy, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So, but yeah, that's Friday. Yes. Saturday, we're going to be honoring 
uh, a lot of the singers and musicians, like such as um, the Clark Sisters. Y'all right. Um, Evangelist Esther Smith. Okay. Um, Pastor Rudolph Stanfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our great musicians here, um, Sister Carol Cole. Um, uh, Mom Winans. Okay, yes, yes. And, and um, uh, Mother Tessie Hill. You probably know her song, He Keeps Doing Great keeps Things doing For Me. Keeps Doing Great Things For Me. Yes, sir. He keeps yeah. on. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget to remember where day. all your yes. blessings come from. Yes. Yeah. 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 So we're going to be honoring her. I so. remember, um, what's her name? LaShawn Pace when she was getting ready to have LaShawn a... LaShawn Pace. Yeah, she was getting ready to have a, an appreciation concert uh-huh. not too long ago. I guess it was last year. And she was trying to get people to find out whether Tessie Hill was still, you know, living and all that and where she was at oh, the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, that uh-huh. would be amazing. Yep, yep. She's still alive and well and still singing. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yep, that's going to be Saturday, June 8th. All right. So I mean, we're excited. Get my plane ticket ready. Come on now. Yes, sir. I mean, because, you know, the, the interesting thing is the tickets the tickets for the banquet have been selling already. So Have they? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you have all the different members and families and friends of these legends, and they're like, look, those those were our pastors, so, so we got to be there. That's right. So, yeah, so, so they've been jumping on them like real fast. Wow, that is truly mm-hmm. amazing. Well, from one mm-hmm. gospel uh, music history lover to another, I salute the work that you are doing, and I appreciate you. you for doing Thank it. You. It is so uh, it's so needed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one thing that I think is shameful for us is when we stop appreciating our own work, our own, yeah. uh, uh, I don't want to say idiom, but our own creations, mm-hmm. our own mm-hmm. ways of expression and we forget mm-hmm. about them and we you know and I'm not saying anything in regards to the new music because and I said this to a hymn study class of mine music mm-hmm. reflects the time of its people and yeah. you know the music that's going on now in 50 60 70 years they're going to look at it almost as traditional music absolutely you know now, you and I, I, the way we are, we won't be looking at it like that. We'll still be looking back to 1950s, <laughs> 60s, and 70s, and 80s, and all of that. Yes. But yes, um, it reflects the time of its people, and there's nothing against mm-hmm. this new music. But we cannot mm-hmm. forget uh, the sounds that brought us over, oh, and, yes. the, and the people yes. who delivered these songs, and the musicians yes. that played them, and these preachers that delivered these sermons that have... Uh, one over souls um, that mm-hmm. are still fighting the good fight today. That's right. That's right. That's so I, right. I salute That's you right. for the work that you're doing. And Bless you. Thank you. Yeah. And one more time for those listening, tell them how they can get the DVD uh, via your cash app. Yes. Um, it can be purchased via cash app right now at um, Cellus99. C-E-L-L-U-S 99. And it's uh, the total is twenty five ninety nine, so it's twenty plus five ninety nine for the shipping and handling, and they go out immediately. And I'm sure you will be blessed by it. 
Yes, yes. And as I said to everybody, this is American history. This is music history. This is gospel music history. This is African-American history. This is history. So you do want to get a copy of The Gospel Journey. Uh, did I get the title correct? That's Gospel Journey. Uh, Detroit, the gospel journey. Detroit, the gospel journey. All right, so y'all yeah. make sure y'all yeah. get a copy and let it bless you. You do want this in your mm-hmm. library. And thank you again, Amen. Marcel. I do appreciate your time, man, very much. Oh, bless you, man. Thank you for having me on, man. I'm honored. Yeah, yeah. Well, friends, there you have it. And thank you again to Mr. Marcel West. I thank you for your time, and I thank you for what you're doing in the name of the Lord, but also in the name of gospel music. And for you, the listeners, please tune in again to Lyrics and Melody and be sure to check out Marcel West's projects as I have given you the information. All right, and we will talk with you all again. This is Lyrics and Melody.